Temperance. Temperance negotiates balance and walks the path, a practice in the art of weaving, incorporating pouring hot and cold together to create the perfect warm. Here's the integration of masculine and feminine, a bending of the binary in many expressions. Temperance offers a reminder that reaching evenness can mean holding back a strong impulse, anger, fear, or judgment, or adding a balancing quality like softness or compassion. Like turning and tuning an instrument, temperance can involve lots of tweaks and adjustments. In this continued movement, a cleansing takes place. Excess falls away and clarity flows. Take one deep breath. We're here. Welcome. Yeah, and Michelle has like something came in the mail today and Michelle has it right here. You are really excited about I it. I am. I'm just, just like open it. right into that. I, I just wanted to it. see it. Like she has this like envelope that came and Dan was like, "Hey, I think you got this." And then she like, just rips it from yeah, his hands. Right before we came down here. So and okay, so we're going to open this package cuz Bree can't wait for it. Um it was going to be part of my hocus pocus pocus, how I don't sleep, how I you know, purchase things in the middle of the we night. We got a bottle of Ambien. You know, to like give me dopamine <laughs> and like serotonin and everything. But okay, first of all, Brie, you have to see this photo. I was going to send you this when I was driving and then I actually just Don't. kind of forgot. Okay, good. But okay, so yeah, this is what I was going to send you. Thanks for your first purchase, Michelle. Your order is confirmed. The time is what I circled for you. 404? I am. I am. Oh my God. It was, what day was that? Uh, it, it doesn't, doesn't say. say. <laughs> it, was, it was whatever day it was and 4 4 a.m. is when I ordered this purchase. I think you're really going to love this. That is her most productive hour of the day is 4 4 a.m. This is like, as you can... I'm, I'm I open. literally worked six hours today before Michelle rose. It's yeah. wild. Her, I mean, like, no shade on anybody that I was that working on my sleep. REM. And she worked on our pop block. It looks amazing. Oh, yeah, I did rearrange in here. Ooh, we have bubble wrap. There was one time like at the store we got a package with bubble wrap and like my immediate impulse is to just pop it all. People started to duck because they thought it was gunshots. Are you ready? Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Okay, there we go. I'm going to put it in your hand and then I guess open your eyes. It's really soft. Open the bag. Oh my God. Pretty, pretty princess. Yeah. Oh my God. It's all six pretty, pretty princess rings. And okay. Here's how fucking stupid I am. So I'm like, I, we were, we pretty, pretty princess was everything. Sorry, but I get the black one. I have the black one on right now. Oh, no, that one's fine. All right. You can choose whatever other color you want. Wow. Black one was always my favorite. Yeah. Well, me too. Okay. So, (laughs) (laughs) okay. So, oh my God, look at us. Pretty, oh pretty, princess. pretty, pretty princess. These are so cool. Okay, so this is how dumb I am, though. But at the early hours of the night, well, actually, before that, me and Wu were playing this, like, Tetris game. It's like a physical Tetris game. Super fun. Touch rest. Touch rest. 
Tetris, but the pieces, if anyone's ever played, are like these like see-through like plastic things. And, it, and if you're autistic like me, you really, like I am so attracted to like that type of thing. Something you can see through? Yeah, like that type of plastic, like color, see-through. Yeah, I really yeah. like it. Like I love it. And so we're playing this Tetris game and I'm like, oh my God, like I'm obsessed with these little pieces. I'm going to like keep them all and put them on my altar and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what? they also like remind me of something. What the fuck do they remind me of? They remind me of something. I couldn't think of it. And then I like lay down. I can't fall asleep, can't fall asleep. And then at like about 3.30 in the morning, I realized that the same reason that I was like attracted to the Tetris pieces was the same reason I was attracted to like the pretty, pretty princess jewelry the pretty pretty princess jewelry was fucking everything everything i used to wear it to school oh <gasps> so did me and brooke oh yeah. my god i thought we were so embarrassing no because you want to show off that you own pretty pretty princess i know but they were clip-ons i didn't think people knew it was a game i thought they thought i had my ears pierced no <laughs> they knew it was a status Everyone like if knew. you had pretty pretty princess like at first like i had a couple girlfriends that had it and then mm. i didn't have it and then eventually over time i got the game but it was literally like a year until i was like i'm over this i want to suck when dick the game now changed yeah and then you just started buying like or stealing like real jewelry like hot topic and clothes yeah and, stuff. and then like wearing thongs and oh yeah i yeah. stole those too putting on eyeliner yeah you know, <gasps> like white eyeliner. Yeah, I was just gonna say white <laughs> eyeliner. I'm Mexican, Anne of course. Fit. I put on white eyeliner. <laughs> Why was I doing it? <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. Okay, but I'm very excited about these, huh? They're cute. I'll take red. It was my second favorite. To okay, black. we're okay. We have yeah, we have all. I have three more. I saw a really good meme the other day. It was like, I'm in my evil villain era, and it was all the black jewelry from Pretty Pretty Princess. And I was like, if you know, you know. If you know, you know. And anyway, that's what just got delivered. I can't believe it. Oh, and the part that I'm so fucking stupid about is I was so excited. I was like, oh, my God. I just, like, it's $9 or something for all the rings. Like, this is fucking sick. I'm obviously getting this. And I, like, don't know how to use eBay, so I'm like, do I just buy it now? Do I have to bid? And was like you, you got in a bidding war no i just like i just bet the most which was nine dollars yeah like i got it but then with shipping and everything it was like 17 dollars. you know jesus and i was like well yeah yeah but like i could have just bought the game yeah I but could, would it have like have the, whole game? the whole game like would you have bought the vintage game and honestly that might be more Maybe expensive because then you have to have all of the parts i should look everything. into it but you know what i mean i should have looked into it before yeah yeah no it's fine but anyway i do have it now so. anyways pretty pretty princess if you're a geriatric millennial that was your game of choice oh, if you were a, ga- a straight girl you're actually gay girls probably too queer girls probably For too sure. Or a gay guy, yeah, gay guy, yeah. Pretty pretty princess is everything from that era. Um. Anyway, hocus pocus pocus. My pretty pretty. Ew! What are you doing? (laughs) She's literally peeling the skin off. Stop it! It's glue. It's glue. There's glue on my skin. Okay. Anyway, hocus pocus pocus. Um. (laughs) Just also, Michelle started reading Akatar. I did. Um. But Brie was like yelling downstairs, like, what page are you on? And I'm like, <laughs> two? Yeah. <laughs> Brie, I just told you I was going down to read. Um, <laughs> it was literally 10 minutes after. Yeah. But it's really, I have a hard time reading, if you can imagine. 
And I also, I shouldn't, I like, it was late at night. I was like, I'm getting ready to go to bed. And then I just like hit a bowl, like kind of just without thinking. And then I started, I cannot read, dude. I can't read. You can read. I know, I know, I know. But if I'm so, it's just like, it's too much like going back and reading over. So I'm I'm kind of getting the gist. I, I know enough that Bri has told me that I will be get sucked in and that's that's what so I'm where for. are you at right now though on page 14 yeah but what four you said 50 i said 15 i told you 15 but i was like it's ba- it was like 14 15 oh my god no i'm not page 14 you need to get to page 50 tonight okay i'll try it i mean it's literally the best put it get the audible get the audible that's what i need i need to like fall asleep listening to it that's yeah, honestly, when you're first learning a new world, like getting the audible is best. I'm gonna do that because then you'll get the book, and then you'll just whiz through the fucking book because you're like, okay, I'm already integrated, I already know the worlds. All right, let's go. Because right. Crescent City, book three. <gasps> By the time you guys hear this, it'll already be released. It'll already be at the Free house. Already in my have hands. Already read the whole thing. I'm trying to push through. Uh, even though I do love it, so I'm kind of also milking it as well the last book in the from blood and ash series um but yeah i'm really i'm really ready for it but anyway enough about me in fantasy land what's your yeah Uh, well okay um since last week or the week before that we talked about actually it's funny enough that the last time we recorded it was like a day after i had like a total mental breakdown like brie and i were supposed to record we didn't. We waited the next day. We recorded. And then we later talked about how, like, I was like, oh, that was so fucking weird, like, recording. And I just, like, wasn't chill. Like, wasn't chill. And so, again, coming back to, like, that like point of, like, just showing up. And Brie was like, dude, you can just be authentic and not be great all the time. And I'm like, yeah, but on the pot, like, it's like, um, this is also us, like. We're trying to entertain we're you. Try- it's a performance. Like, I'm learning. Like, I, like. I don't want to be a huge fucking bummer. Like, I just get on. I'm like, I'm so bummed out. And everyone's like, oh, my God, why are you doing You know? So, but that was just, like, the reality of that week. And then I, like, pushed through to the day after. And then me and Brie had our talk. The following week happens. We have it, like, ready to record. And Brie's like, dude, I fucking can't. And so then we didn't. And then I have a mental breakdown. So she had a mental breakdown the next week. And I'm like, oh, my God, like. And I didn't care at all. I was like, I mean, not that I didn't care at all, but I was just like, oh, yeah, like, I don't care about recording. I don't care about anything. I just want you to, like, be okay. And, you know, we were texting each other. Like, I'm like, it's right before your cycle. Don't forget. And, like, we got this, you know, treating her so much better than I would ever treat myself in that, in the same moment. I mean, I do the same thing. Yeah. I'm like, be authentic. And I'm like, Yeah, I can't. I'm so. also like a Capricorn, so like I just want to break down in privacy and alone and have nobody ever see it or have evidence or remnants oh. of the event that yeah. I even feel feels. That's way better than being a cancer and telling strangers about like way too much, like way too much personal shit. It's so good. It's an over, I'm, a, I'm an oversharer. Yeah. yeah, but it's good. It's funny. And so I like, you know, even, and then, but some, you know, so I guess kind of going somewhere in the middle of like oversharing and not sharing anything is like and like not even sharing like a lot of times I'll be like oh my god there's so many things I'm excited about that I don't even talk about like on the potter in my life because I'm like ugh but if I fail 
everyone will know. So I just like don't talk about it. But my hocus pocus focus literally this week is just like being able to like enjoy the stuff I'm enjoying and to be like like I'm excited about our upcoming workshop in fucking Denver at ESP. Just a lot. This place that I like love so much and I'm excited about working there and I'm excited about woo and I'm excited about Wu-Tex working there. And Wu-Tex working there. And I'm just excited. Dan's still selling weed. <laughs> Get your weed at. Fourteen or holistics Boulder. It's the best. Sponsored by They actually lo- legally can't. So just so the world knows, this isn't a real sponsor. Yeah, we're obviously, nothing about this is real. Um, but yeah, being uh, really real, really authentic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and just being like, and also like just celebrating the betweens. Like I, it, none of it really matters so much that I couldn't share or not share. Like I'm always like, what if someone remembers? And it's like, no one fucking cares about you and your goals. Like, on, like no. other than you. Yeah. And it would be cool if you did them and you could inspire other people, but other people still inspired by you or not do not think about you ever through the day. Oh my God. Yeah. Like I like people that like, it's so, I was actually thinking about this the other day about like when people quit, it's just like they're gone out of your life. (laughs) (laughs) It is so true. Yeah. When you quit a job that you were like, this is my life and this is my family. You quit, you move, you're like, I've never talked to those people and ever again. Yeah. Like, I and mean, I, I have a whole new family here where I'm at. Yeah. It's just, it's just wild. It's just wild. Um, my hocus pocus focus, um, I've been talking about it like at work, uh, greatness over perfection, which is something I'm, I'm really working on. I've just let it, like, dude, like, I feel really tasky and I just felt overwhelmed and this fucking kid fucked me over like so hard in just like a professional way and I was just so emotional from it and you know like you have to show up for your team like I'm just like whatever everything's fucking fine and then I just feel like use like just like it's like it was a it was an event and um I just like come home I get like an email from my boss because I'm one of those people like I'm gonna put what's the most important thing first first and the tiny tiny little things that aren't really that contributive to the end like to the greatness I like will put on hold and so basically one of those items um I got like a nudge on and I don't know what it was but it just like wrecked me and I just felt like a total piece of shit and I wanted to just like I just wanted to like walk into the middle of the street or something. I'm just like, I'm so exhausted and over it and done tapped from like everything and everyone. Cause I have so many projects coming out, so many different ideas, so many retreats, so many workshops. Like I just, it's like overwhelming, you know? And I'm like, I'm not going to be able to do any of them well. Um, so I had a moment last week, but mm. again, just reminding myself that like greatness versus perfection. And then also to just, making sure that I'm really leaning into those, like reading, like reading is my form of escapism. Like I will forget the entire day and everything that's on my plate when I read. And that's why I love reading so fucking much. It's like pure escapism for me. That's why I love doing drugs. (laughs) (laughs) 
She does drugs. I read a book. <laughs> she reads. Also, the new True Detective. Holy shit! Has it? Have you seen it? No. It's so good. I mean, it's kind of weird at first. You're like, why is there only a polar bear with like one eye? And then who like drag these dudes out into the middle of the Arctic to like freeze to death? But anyway, um, it's really good. So if you are a true crime fan and you have HBO Max, no, you cannot have my login. Um, my login is <laughs> is mine, <laughs> <laughs> but you should really go watch it. It's so fucking yeah, good. I'm only bro. two episodes <laughs> deep, but it's good. And like, I will watch anything, any documentary, any TV series you tell me before I read a book. You know, read a book. I know, I know. It's just I, I listen to a book. It's not that hard. All that, yeah. Just listen to a book. Let's chill. Um. All right. Cool. Let's go to card time. Cards. So open up your heart and your mind, babies, and receive the power of the tarot. You know the cards don't lie, and I'm starting to feel it's right. All the attraction, the tension, don't you see, baby, this is perfection. Card time. Choose a card that I'm juggling literally and we pull the two of pentacles so the two of pentacles for those of us who are new to tarot uh, it's a, a figure like a human figure and they have two giant orbs in both of their hands I almost said balls but I refrained and still also said it accurate also accurate um, and these two orbs have pentacles on them and it looks almost like they're juggling them. Like one is throwing another one out of balance. Other one is pulling the other one in. Um, and you know, again, pentacles matters of the earth. So the things that are tangible, so you think like work, money, uh, career, real estate, health, uh, you're, it's just like juggling two different things. Like, I mean, and that's very much so presently where I am. Like I have my 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 career at Arcteryx and then I have like my passion my project like my hopes my dreams which is haunting house and like teaching and retreats and workshops and like all that stuff is in the left hand and it's like I'm trying to configure like how do I make it work right and and for me it's I always like think about this saying it's like you can't build something within a year like it takes time and so right now I'm just really trying to be patient and like figure out each moment, like which thing needs my attention. But that's, that's my interpretation of the card. Yeah. I mean, a hundred percent totally. And I, I think of the, the juggling act and like the way that the figure, like they kind of look like this playful joker or something. And like, yeah, it's to me, it's this reminder to like lean, like lean in to the resistance in a way like don't hold all this fucking resistance in your body like yeah flow with it flow, like, like back can and forth you adjust? Yeah. can you have fun with this bullshit a little bit can you can you make a joke about your fucking life can you have a little bit more ease in the moment i was thinking about this so much earlier um this should have been my hocus focus focus but like is you know we have that me and brie were talking about this in our walk today was this idea of like you wake up and you're like you have these kind of this expectation for yourself of what is 
what it is to be good, what it is mm-hmm. to like be successful, what it is. And so there's these kind of standard, you know, go to bed with the sun, like eat seasonally. Um, you should be going to the gym every day. Move your body every day. And it's like, and then you get this in your head and like, you know, you're, you're planning this out for yourself. And then it's like, if you do it, great. If you don't, the voice and the person that's like turning against you and is like, oh, you fucking piece of shit. You didn't hold up to this standard that what you said, who said and then she said, she said, and then you're like, you feel like a failure because, and it's like, you're the, these were your guidelines. Like you're the one that was like, oh, if I do this, if I, and like, we all know like the nudges that we need, but like do those nudges. But like overnight, like Bree said, over a year, you're not just going to like snap into this new schedule and wake up early and <laughs> work out every day and eat, like chill the fuck out and Lean in and have some fun. And this all is because I was having an anxiety attack because I couldn't go to the gym for an hour and a half today. And that was why we were talking about it. Yes, yes, yes. And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, we're on like polar. Sometimes we're like so opposite in our, our, um, what is this? Our right? shadows kind of. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bit, oh, yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. Like the shadows that we have will be like kind of for completely different reasons. Oh, yeah. Mine's like overcompensation for the things that she's trying to, Not comp- yeah. to compensate yeah. for. It's super so, interesting. Yeah. Um, just like find, let, like, let, the, yeah, let yourself like literally, like, I mean, it's so fucking stupid. I almost said gay. Actually, but we're taking gay, gay back. We're taking gay back. Yeah. Gay's back. Okay. Um, um but also, like, this is a great segue into um, ba- the, the inner balance that we have within ourselves. Because yeah. guess where we're starting today? Temperance. And the reason why I was like, oh, my God, what a great segue is this card to me is all about the inner balance. As kind of like justice is the outside balance of all things, like naturally coming to. Temperance is the exact same thing that happens within us. The image in the like traditional Rider Waite deck will be a figure kind of like this like angel version of person holding two cups and pouring water from cup to cup. And I feel like that's like this idea of kind of like from from cold we spilled coconut water we spilled coconut water but it's fine whatever what a waste um continue so it's like a a, a balance it's inward balance internal balance is what i think of temperance. internal balance um i also love in like the uh rider weight kind of throwback um visual is her one foot is on the earth and the other foot is in water. So it's kind of showing to like, okay, we think of water, we think of emotions, we think of earth, we think of body, we think of grounding. So it's like, there's the balance of being kind of even through the bodily things and our emotional selves, all of that. We're not talking about poop. We ain't. And I guess in the fool's, the fool's journey, so unlike the justice card, which would be the more masculine version... This is the more intuitive feminine balance. And the fool is responding rather than reacting to the challenge at hand. So that makes perfect sense. That's what Brie wrote in our um, presentation. (laughs) This is so about internally responding. I often think of this so much as um, 
tuning an instrument. And it's like, if you were to pick an instrument up, you have never played it before. You're going to need some sort of tool, some sort of app to like hear out those differences. And then you're going to use that. And again and again, when you pick it up, like in the beginning, eventually mm-hmm. your ear, your body, you are going to be able to determine like what sounds right without the tool. And it's like, because you're like going back and going back and going back to the practice of like learning, of listening, of tuning. So then there's a difference, right? It's like you do it every day, you tap in every day. Eventually you know the sound, you don't need to adjust the instrument, the mandolin, the guitar, whatever. If you were to just completely stop practicing, you would like forget again. You'd have to like pick up that tool. Yeah, and, like, I think of in pop culture, like, when Sirius Black doesn't take Harry with him when he escapes from Azkaban, right, it's it is an, it's an act of temperance, right? It's allowing yourself to make kind of this, this decision that's going to keep the heart. Because, like, think about if, like, Harry did go with Sirius Black. It would have, it would have, it would have been really, really wild. It's, it's just kind of this, like, taking the higher seat and making the higher choices to create that harmony that corresponds with like the overall mission, the overall uh, goal that like has to and needs to happen. This alchemical process. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flip. Yeah, yeah. That was OP. Yeah. Next. My fave. The this devil. Is Capricorn card. I do love the devil as well. Yes, for Capricorn. And at this point in the journey, it is like they've kind of had to deal with their inner selves kind of like tuning. It's like when we do that, when we look at those parts of ourselves, we're going to be tempted by the things that make us naturally feel chill. By Satan. Yeah. Or the, like our own Satan, like the, you know, that version of ourselves that's like, oh, I feel so good when I, maybe you're talking about this earlier today too. It's like, oh, I just feel so comfortable if I eat a shit ton. Like, what can I do to like just make my feel, myself feel comfortable? Yeah. I'm all binge. I'm going to smoke. Those things, this temptation, this freedom from restraint, this kind of like addiction thing is when the full learns like about this stuff. They're dealing with the cycles of the wheel of fortune. Yeah. And then it's it's great that Michelle highlighted the wheel of fortune because in yoga, we have this thing that's called a samsara which is this circle of suffering. It's the cycle of suffering. And like we can tend, like we don't need, sometimes we get so content and so comfortable, like we make the suffering our home that we don't even know that it's suffering anymore. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, this cycle has to break in order for me to move on. Like in, again, in yoga, it's like moksha, enlightenment and liberation, samadhi. Right. It's like maybe but, because that's our journey, like the... The purpose, the journey must be kind of, you must see like the contrast of it. Like what's holding me back? What demons inside of myself could and will hold me back from my purpose if I let them? And I mean, to me, like the the devil card is, is I feel, feel it's feared by so many. And it's like the devil card actually, when you, when you really look at the image, the chains around the neck of the figure or the wrist of the figure are just not tight. They're like loose. They're not confining. You can walk away whenever the fuck you want. Let them slip away. Like you've put yourself there. You love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kink. 
And you can just remove yourself from the chains and kind of liberate yourself from like the freedom of whatever is your addiction. Mm-hmm. And if anything like breaks my like breaks my heart or like is addiction, it's like I fucking get that shit. Like being so addicted to something because you're so much more comfortable there than moving on from it. But it's not just like one or the other. Like sometimes you just and all of us will find the devil in some way and know that there's just like something And the devil else. changes too. The devil changes like as Michelle always says, new level, new devil. Um and when I think of it too, I think of Frodo Baggins from Lord of the Rings, right? Frodo's getting mm-hmm. ready to throw the ring into the volcano of Mordor. And that's the devil is the ring, right? It's his addiction, it's his like need, it's his feed, it's his oh, this gives me, like, absolute power. Like, I need this thing in order to be the highest version of self. And he don't need it, you know? Like, he's or think about, like, everybody that's come along with him, like, not just because he has the ring and has the ultimate power, but because he is trying to overcome the ring and throwing it into the volcano. And so Frodo throwing the ring into the actual physical like heat and fire of Mordor is that symbol of that overcoming of the samsara. It's like I'm taking power back and I'm letting it go. It's not coming back once it goes into these steps. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Spot on. Thanks. Thanks. Um. Next is the Tao Tao. So we move from that. We move from those like vibes into the tower. The tower is card sixteen. The images literal tower coming down normally there's like fire flames like people like jumping from it um kind of this revelation this abrupt ending a disaster an unexpected change or some just like themes in this card kind of instability yeah i always think of the tower too it's like you had an option to choose to end it at death like you could have you could have you knew your shit yeah, you knew your Normally. shit. Well, you knew what you knew what was gonna happen, and if you didn't act, if you didn't take the situation into your own hands, mm-hmm. guess what? Mother Nature is gonna do it for you, and it's not gonna be in the way you would have wanted it. It's not in the way that you would have done it. It's it's just it has to end. So nature, nature for what's that one movie with Sandra Bullock? Nature forces, forces of nature, forces of nature. Sandra Bullock, no. starring Sandra Bullock, is a '90s movie. I mean, it was good. Let's watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is this the inevitable. This is going to happen no matter what. Mm-hmm. And I always think of too, like, no matter what, like, we built, we, are, we built the tower, we built the brick. And so it's like, even if it comes down because it had to, you're just going to be able to use the bricks that, like, maybe we're better at the top at the base this time like you don't lose everything you know what to do you know how to rebuild better after but no matter what like this change had to come no matter what no matter what no matter what oh yeah 100 percent. like there's so many different examples too in in pop culture where this type of scenario happens it's like oh oh my god it happened but like you knew it was gonna fucking happen dude Mm -hmm. like you knew that was gonna happen so why are you trying to act like like you surprised why are you going to try to act the fool you know what i mean it's like darth vader in star wars like he knew luke was coming after his ass he knew he was going to meet his fate 
by the by the hands of his fucking son and everything that he's done and what happened that is fate yeah eventually it happens no matter what after the tower happens and everything is super dark and gloomy guess what happens it's that moment of pause the stillness after the chaos of the tower everything seemed dark and hopeless and now the destruction of the tower has passed the star appears and this is the moment of hope it's when you get to redirect yourself mm-hmm. and when the star comes you know metaphorically speaking it is this light inside of us that guides us also literally the stars it pulls you up by your thumb were straps the navigation point like mm-hmm. you would go out you people go out they look at the stars they tell a story they give people hope it's like this is this map mm-hmm. it's like you know exactly where you are like you're like okay cool we're fine i'm right here I know how to get home. I know how to get home. It wasn't, like, completely lost. Like, I can actually find my way once again. Mm -hmm. This is the whole vibe of the star. It's like, you actually are not lost. The tower was meant to happen. It's like, after, you know, I don't know, like, let's say, after the divorce, after the breakup, it's like, this huge, and then, you know, someone asks you out, or you meet the love of your life. It's like, that breath of like, oh my fucking God, really? You're looking up to the sky being like, can you fucking throw me a bone here? Jesus Christ. Speaking of bones, we'll talk about Feyre when she uses a bone to kill this worm. Oh, um, okay. So when, like, when I think of pop culture and I think of this star, I think of Feyre Archeron from Akatar, A Court of Thorns and Roses, the best book series that ever existed. So it's when Feyre is captured by Amarantha and is now captive, she's injured from her battle with this, like, giant fucking worm. And she might die. She's, like, going in and out of consciousness. And then you're thinking, like, oh, my God, my hero, like, the the protagonist of this book, she's going to die. Like, what the fuck is going to happen to everyone, to all the fairies? And all of a sudden, Rassand appears from the darkness and he makes a bargain with her which is the star card it's like her only way out it's her hope she sees a light Mm -hmm. at the end of the tunnel when she makes this bargain with her sand um to help her free the fairies yeah which you'll know all about michelle i will at first when we were talking i just thought you were like throwing in this bone worm and i was like oh my god really no she uses i mean it is a spoiler alert but it's not like a full spoiler alert it it wrapped into the star it's like bones of all these dead fairies that try to battle a worm and so she took one of the bones from the dead fairies and then like killed the worm yeah it's cool it sounds cool i love yeah next on um the moon the moon is card 18 this is my this is cancer card this is my card um, but so that's my card. That's my card. You know how like people be up in the club and they're like, "That's my song." This is my card. Yep, the moon. Uh, with the optimism of the way out of the struggle comes a time for reflection. The fool needs to evaluate, collect data on what is holding them back. What illusions are they seeing or telling themselves? Dive into the dark and find the light. Some of the things that will go with this card, like illusion hidden things mysteries unveiled releasing a fear um i think of like chaos like think of like full moon energy just like not being that like feeling of like 
oh, trying to catch up with your thoughts, not being able to sleep at night. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's just full moon energy. And it is part what you like, it is part of the cycle on the other side is the opposite. You know, it's like the complete calmness, that new moon energy of just like, like all is, all is calm. Mm-hmm. Um, so in this moment, the fool is really having to kind of go through those two like opposing things. Think about uh, in the traditional deck, there will be like two wolves or two dogs. And it's like, it's kind of that analogy of like, yeah, the one black, one white one, two wolves inside of you, who are you feeding? And it's like all this, you're just, it's all, it should be all three. It should be you and both wolves. It's like, All of them can live. All of them can eat. We can calm the ones that are freaked out in the moment, which at the full moon, it's kind of that, like, the rise. The rise up in, like, energy and just looking at yourself for who you are and what you are may feel chaotic. But knowing, this is the moment to know that, like, the cycle is always spinning. The cycle is always changing. Yeah. It's always, it is. And, like... I think of Violet Sorengale from Fourth Wing. Again, another great book. Please go and read it. And I think of when Violet conquers the parapet, but then Dane is still, like, this character that's supposed to be looking after her is just still, like, look, Violet, like, I want you to live. Like, I found a way out for you to just, like, go be a scribe. You know, just, like, what you're supposed to do, what you're supposed to be. And it's, like, it's right here. The whole path to, like, save your own life so that way you don't die it's like right here but like violet just erupts in madness from it and is just like no like i'm supposed to be a fucking writer like she takes a great look at herself and dissects like her duality her like lights her shadows and she's like i'm a fucking writer when it comes down to the core of it because within that moment of madness and kind of uh chaos that you feel emotionally or mentally you you end up unveiling what it is that needs to be unveiled. All right, something else. And I love that mm. about the moon. Mm-hmm. Oh, I will say, that's kind of like uh, into the symbolism of the crab claw because it's like that hard shell and there's like, you know, there's duality in that too. There's like mm-hmm. beneath the shell is the... The soft. The softness. Yeah. And that's, that's what I gotta say about that. Um, next card is 19, the sun. So obviously this is duality of that. After the dark, after the long night, there's the light, there's the day. This shows up every day. The fool sees the path, clearly known, and they're charging forward with a new perspective, strength, and sharper wisdom. The fool is now ready to heal, to complete the quest. This card is so much youth to me, like so much health, so much joy, abundance. And then on the other of those things, there's like the sadness and the fog, of course, of Posey. But... Really, the sun is just so much about this authenticity, kind of looking back to, like, yourself as a child and being like, what did I find joyous then and how can I bring that into my life now? After going through all the bullshit and the, yeah. and the darkness of the, of the moon and all of that. Deaths. Example from pop culture. Oh, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, when Harry and Hermione figure out a way to bend time and save the day. So this is like when they're like, oh, my God, I figured it out. Like when like Dumbledore shows up and 
you know, Ron is all like fucked up or whatever. And they're like, holy shit, we figured it out. Like, you know, we, we, we figured out how to save the day. It's here. It's right in our hands that like, let's go. Here's the energy, the momentum, the drive behind it. Like we're off into the sunset <laughs> to go and fucking save Hogwarts. Feels so good. It's so good. And then after the sun comes judgment. Kind of this final judgment in a way, but really it all starts over. But this card 20 is a real moment of enlightenment. I think of it as such an awakening. Uh, even the image in the deck is like literal dead bodies kind of coming out of coffins with a huge angel above them. And she's really like welcoming, welcoming them as their like true self. It's like mm-hmm. whoever you are, whatever you've done, you are forgiven. So this is the final piece of the puzzle is gifted to the fool. It is the key to the love, the shiny slipper to the foot. What's that, Brie? When harmony comes into play to restore the balance of the journey. The journey. (laughs) So it's like you are going, you've been going so long and it's still like, oh my gosh, there's still these things that come up to the surface that I must look at. Always. Am I judging others? Are they judging me? This is everything to do with a transition. I feel like it's the ultimate truth card. It is ultimate truth. Card. It is the ultimate truth card. Like you're full, like bare ass, like everything fucking exposed. Spiritual rebirth. Yeah. If you have a question about, yeah, if this card is like in reverse or if you get it, it's like this could be like the biggest awakening ever or like the poorest choice of your life. And yeah. you'll know. <laughs> yeah. And you'll know. Oh, that's how big of a deal it is. Oh, you'll know. It's like in Akatar when Feyre solves the riddle. To save. To save. I'll to just save. say that. I don't want to do any spoilers. No spoilers. Yeah. For once on this podcast. Yeah. Uh, the final card of the Major Arcana is card number 21, the world. The cycle is complete. Justice and temperance is restored. The fool has completed their journey. Victory is theirs. This is the part of the story where we say happily ever after. Sort of. This is accepting that every part of self, that every part of like the wholeness, the cycle is in a way perfect. Even if it's not like, even if it's not perfect, it's right Mm. is what Alicia Fitz says. And Mm -hmm. it's what I totally mean. Like it is that moment where you really feel like it is a, a moment of completion onto the next and isn't the next the beginning maybe once again or yeah and then again like you become the fool again in the situation right the new situation that comes after this and like the like this is the result um i always say like don't be attached to the result be committed to like the work the journey the practice the practice of it all and oops um and this is a true testament of that of that results are temporary like let yourself have it too you know let yourself be in that moment right it's 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 all ended up to this and it's just a great position to step back and observe to admire to learn to digest to reconstruct to deconstruct the the journey and and revel in its reminiscence and its progression and its results and like, damn, like, mm-hmm. and then you know that it's kind of like coming back too. So knowing that the cycle is complete wherever you are, 
like I said, kind of in like the hocus pocus focus, it's like it really wherever you are is right. It has to be. It has to be right. And I will say that on that card, the rings in the world card look like our uh, pretty, pretty princess rings. Yeah. They just do. Saying. They do. do. Just saying. You're a pretty, pretty princess. Um, we do have a tarot workshop February 26th at ESP Hi-Fi that will be, uh, by the time you hear this, it'll be, the link will be in our Instagram bio. Um, we're going to do a really fun um, kind of celestial uh, spring equinox situation in Boulder as well. On top of in May, we'll have the other IRL workshop in Boulder at Yoga Pod Longmont. And so we have a lot of shit coming out the pipelines. We are thinking about also to doing a virtual course as well. So uh, there's options for everyone, everything. Just be, for, be sure to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast, tell a friend, and follow us on Instagram, Haunting yeah. House. Haunting House. You Haunting House. Oh, one deep breath.